excited to be here with you tonight. I am Abby Smith at Love Fashionably. Um, you may have been following me on Instagram for a while, or you may have seen me on Facebook um, and wondered, don't know what that is, but I do know who you are. Um, a little bit about Love Fashionably. It came up several years ago, and the name kind of stems from how I think that love should be fashionable and you can love fashion. Um, and that is me to the core. Um, my big favorite things are faith, football, and fashion. And I feel like we'll probably talk about a lot of those here. Um, as you can see, and you probably may have noticed, BGTV Studios, a special thank you to them. So they are a podcast network and love fashionably is now one of those podcasts that you can catch every first and third monday at 7 p.m will be live on facebook and then if you happen to miss one you can always catch us on youtube at bgtv as well you can subscribe um, don't forget to also like and share um, on all of our social media networks and help us get the word out as we are brand new and just starting out so um, I told you a little bit about Love Fashionably, tell you a little bit more about me. So I am 38 years old. I live in Tuscaloosa. I went to the University of Alabama. So therefore, I'm a huge football fan. Um, roll Tide till I die. Um, I also love fashion and my faith. So when I was in Tuscaloosa, um, I grew up in a good Christian home, but I had never had that encounter with God. I never had that moment where I made Him my Lord and Savior. And I found Him in, when I was in school in Tuscaloosa, which is crazy because I know most people find partying when they're there, but I found something completely different. And so um, it always holds a special place in my heart because of that. But um, over the years, our relationship has just grown, and basically through everything, it's led me here. Um, I am typically not the type of person that you would find sitting here doing this. Uh, if you have met me, I know some of you have met me over the past few years. They're like, I would never know you were shy. And then some of you have been with me when I was like hiding in the corner and not about to talk to anyone. And some of you were pulling me out of the corner saying, you better go talk to people. Um, so it's, it's been a journey, um, and it's it's been exciting. So um, I am, again, I'm like the person that likes to stay in my box and to stay where I'm at, and I feel like this podcast, is, for me, is personally going to pull me out of that box. It's just stretching. Um, I don't know if you like to work out. I like to work out. I did not like to work out, but as I've done it more, I like to do it. And um, when you work out, when you're stretching and you want to build muscle, you actually are breaking down those muscle fibers to build something up. And I feel like that's kind of where this is for me personally. And I hope it's in my prayer is that it's what it, the podcast is for you is that it's a breaking down of some of the boxes that we find that we put ourselves in in life. We can experience things. We all walk through different things. We have hurts. We have troubles. We have fears. We have doubts, anxiety, and each one of those little things can put us in a box. Um, I remember one time I um, 
it was right after <laughs> Divergent came out, if you guys remember that. It's kind of an old movie. I guess I'm dating myself here. But if you watch the movie Divergent, there was a part in it, and I can't remember which movie it was in, but she was in the box, and the water was filling up, and she was, like, trying to tap on it, and she was like, this isn't real. And I saw myself one time, and I was in a box, and it had in, like, red, like, all of these words written on it, and, like, they were on the outside and the inside of the box, and... I remember thinking, like, I was looking at some of the words, and I was so confused because I was like, I don't think that about myself. And I felt the Lord say, yes, because I was tapping on the glass, and I was like, this isn't real. And he's like, yes, it is. Um, And he was just showing me some of the realization and the words that were, like, on the inside of what I thought about myself and on the outside is what he thought about me. And I think that's true for all of us, that we find ourselves in life in different boxes, and we box ourselves into situations and or we may just feel boxed in because life is hard I mean it's hard these days um, there's a lot going on in our world and um, it's easy to feel trapped and um, I'm hoping that we can all walk this out together and kind of break those boxes that have been trying to trap us in um, I Like I said, my faith has grown a lot through the years. And I know a lot of people, they'll be like, what's your favorite Bible verse? And like somebody can like spit it out like it's no big deal. It's a big deal for me. That's really hard. Um, I've tried to memorize and I try and I try and it's still just really hard. But for me, I personally don't have a lot. I have a lot of favorite verses, but I have favorite people in the Bible. Um, There are several that are my favorites. My top three are Ruth um, and Esther and Joshua and Esther and Joshua a lot because of their faith that they had. I've always felt like God gave me a great amount of faith and I've never really understood why, but I, I just knew I could believe and I could, I could believe things for myself. I could believe things for others and just belief that God was going to do things. And as I was reading and studying the body Bible, it, you know, I was able to see, Esther and Joshua were like that too, how they had these great faith moments with God. And Esther in particular, she's my girl. We will definitely dive deeper in with her a lot later on because there's so much to her story. And it's funny because that book of the Bible, because actually the word God is never mentioned in all the chapters in Esther. And you never see Esther pray to God, but she does amazing things for God. And it's not to say that you shouldn't do those things, but it's just that action, faith, is action. Faith without works is dead. And Esther proves through her action how much she had a faith to believe in God and what he would do for her. And I was reading the Esther story um, a couple weeks ago, And this part just really stood out to me. Um, If you don't know anything about Esther, I really didn't until probably about a few years ago until I started to really read and learn more about her Um, But because she's kind of hidden. And I also find that she is probably pretty important because Esther and Ruth are the only two books in the Bible about women. And so I figured if God included them, out of all the women that he's, he's mentioned, he made an entire book 
about her, then she's got to be pretty important to him. And so I looked at her story and, you know, she, if you haven't heard, she was a young Jewish girl. She was taken from her, well, her parents had died. She was living with her uncle and she was taken from him um, and sent to the palace and basically like bachelor before it was a bachelor. I mean, the, the king of the day, he needed a new wife. And so he said, go get everybody and bring them to me. And we're going to figure out this process. And she goes through the process and she becomes, ends up one of the favorites. And then she ends up winning the heart of the king. Um, and she hides her faith because she just didn't feel like it was time to reveal it yet. And so she hides from the hides it from the king and then she's going through and so he accepts she accepts the rose they get married you know (laughs) they move along with the bachelor process um and she's living in the palace and I think that's where probably a lot of us are in life um if you are a Christian you know we are a part of the family of God and God says that we abide not in this world but we abide in a kingdom realm and so we should abide by kingdom rules. And they're not like what we see. And Esther was living in that kingdom realm physically. She was, you know, she was this, not really second in command, but kind of. Um, she was his, and she had power and authority, um, but she didn't really fully understand it. And so I think... It's not stated, but it's almost like it's implied, like she just got comfortable. Um, and I think we've all been that. Um, I know I have, you know, even recently, just in my, in my faith and in my walk, just been comfortable where I'm at, just because you're going through life, you're going through the emotions, you're going through life is busy, there's lots of things going on. And so you just grow accustomed to where you're at. And there's a part in um, Esther chapter 5, verses 13 through 17. And it says, um, so I mentioned that Esther had went and lived with her uncle Mordecai. Well, again, there's a lot that happens, and I would love to tell you, but we'll save that for another time. But at this time, there's been a decree that all the Jews are about to be killed, and her uncle has come to her, and he says, He sends this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace, you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Um, I... Mordecai came to her to remind her of who she was and her purpose. He was like, just because you think that you're sitting there in your comfort, don't think that what, what is coming will pass you by just because you're in a place of comfort. And he was reminding her of her purpose. 
She had a purpose. God had placed her in the palace for a purpose for that moment. You've probably heard that verse. You may have heard that quote, for such a time as this. You were made for such a time as this. Um, And she was. She was made to help set the Jews free because without her in the palace, there would be no one to go approach the king. And she was risking her life because the protocol of the day she could not just go and see the king whenever she felt like it. There was, he had to summon her. If, he would, if she was not summoned, then she could be killed the minute she hit the door. And, but she had one favor. And it's such a beautiful picture of us with God. That's, that's why I love Esther. It's because Esther is, represents us. And the king of the day, that, that's Jesus and his his love and his compassion for us. Yes, we should be, you know, cut off from everything, from just all of the way that we live our comforts. And But he doesn't do that. He, he opens the door every time, and he offers such grace and mercy. Um, and he, he wants to help us. But kind of, I love that, that challenge. I had never seen that before, where Mordecai really challenged Esther. Because, again, it shows that she had gotten comfortable in the life that she was living, and she forgot how hard it was for the Jews who were not, because she wasn't around them. I mean, she was pulled out of them, out of the community, and she was placed in a different culture, a whole different way of living. And um, he came back, and he was like, it's hard out here, and and we need you, and and God needs you, and you have a plan, and, and there's a purpose, and don't you see, like, you still have stuff to do. And that's what I feel like this podcast is for me, and that's what I hope it is for you. It's a reminder that there are dreams and there are plans and ambitions and things that probably you felt at one time that God told you that you were going to do and that there were people that um, you needed to talk to, people that you needed to reach, that you were going to write that book, that you were going to start that business, that you were going to forgive that person, that you were you know, going to do things with your life. But over time, you just grow complacent and you stay in your box and it's just easier. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's so much easier just to stay comfortable than to Get out and do the work like you're working out and try to work out this faith. That's what we're called to do. That's what it says, what you're doing. You're supposed to work out your faith. And that's hard because if you know, if you've ever started working out when you haven't been doing it in a while, it's not easy. It's really hard and it's not fun. And it's not fun the first time and it's not fun the second time and usually not the third week or the fourth week, but maybe about six weeks when you're in because you've established a routine. You're finally like, okay, well, maybe I can do this. I'm about like 10 years in now on my workout journey and I can say now I like it. So, you know, it's taking me It's the same for a runner. Runners are the same way. It takes forever to figure out if you're going to run or not. But um, it's just you have to keep pushing. You have to keep persevering. You have to push past your comfort and the way that you feel. Feelings are fake. Like the way that you feel is not, you can't let it lead you. You have to know truth and walk in truth and believe the truth. And that's where faith comes because you don't always understand what's next. You don't always know what's coming, but you just do it anyway. You just step out. You just start. Um, 
like I mentioned, I've been posting on Instagram for several years, and I'll get the question sometimes. People ask me, like, how do you do this? How do you get started? And I'm like, well, I don't really have any great words besides the fact that I knew the Lord told me I was supposed to do it, so I started, and I said yes, and I was consistent, and I was disciplined, and that's really much, pretty much it. Um, consistency and discipline will take you where you want to be, um, but you have to put in the work. You have to try. Um, and so I'm hoping that you can remember that perhaps you were made for more, that this is your moment, it's your time, it's your season to step out. Um, two verses that I've really um, been thinking about and I since January, and of course January is a fresh start, I know we're already like middle to end of February, it's crazy, um, but it's still time. You still have time. It's never too late for a fresh start. A fresh start can start anytime. Um, it can start December 31st. It can start February 19th. It doesn't matter. A fresh start is always available to you through God's grace. And he says in 2 Corinthians 5:17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. And then the other one is Isaiah 43:19. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Don't you perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. It's kind of been my verse for like the past, um, I guess since last summer, I'd actually put this verse on a planner that I made for this school year. And I put God will make a way. And then I put this verse underneath it. Um, because it just felt like I was going through some difficulties in my job and it was just really weird and didn't fully understand it, but I was just trusting that God, he'll make a way through the wilderness and the wasteland. So it doesn't matter what you feel. You just have to trust and know and believe. Um, so I am so excited that you have joined me. Um, on this journey. I don't know where we'll go. I don't know what it's going to look like from week to week. Um, all I know is I'm going to be me, and we'll talk a little football when it comes football season. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, And we may hit a few fashion things. I don't know. Um, but we're always working how God can use it um, because he'll use everything. That's He makes you the way that you are on purpose. And he doesn't mix things. And sometimes we can get confused and think um, one way about ourselves, but we don't really know ourselves. God knows us. So learning more about him and walking with him, that reveals our true self. And that's what love fashionably is. And that's what we will do on our journey here. So again, we're only going to be at first and third Monday um, for the start here. And so you can always find us on Facebook, um, 7 p.m. on Mondays. And then don't forget to check us out at YouTube. So at BGTV. Thanks guys. Um, I'm so excited again that you joined me here on our episode one. I look forward to talking with you more next time. Bye.